Hello and welcome to the New York Farm Bureau's Weekly News Bite, bringing you the latest news from the New York State agriculture world. New York Farm Bureau is taking you to the fair. Hi, I'm Steve Ammerman, Director of Communications for New York Farm Bureau, and welcome to our News Bites podcast. The New York State Fair is in full swing in Syracuse. Amidst the fairway and food stands is a focus on agriculture. Fairgoers are walking the barn, seeing prized livestock and blue ribbon vegetables on display. They can get a taste of New York-produced maple and honey and visit the Agricultural History Museum and so much more. This includes seeing the birth of a calf at the Dairy Cow Birthing Center. But that experience is meant to be much more than witnessing an utter miracle, as it's called. It really is about learning more about New York dairy farming. We sat down in the middle of the birthing center tent with Eileen Jensen. She's the executive director of the New York Animal Agriculture Coalition that organizes the birthing center. Jensen is also a member of Yates County Farm Bureau and is taking on a new challenge in Farm Bureau. So now we're off to the state fair. Eileen, we are here in the middle of the New York Animal Agriculture Coalition Dairy Cow Birthing Center at the state fair. Tell us what's happening. So I'm excited to bring to you the ninth year of Utter Miracles here at the Dairy Cow Birthing Center. The New York Animal Ag Coalition, also known as NIAC, is excited to be here to bring Utter Miracles to hundreds of thousands of fairgoers each and every day here at the Great New York State Fair. So right now there are six dairy cows in the pens waiting to deliver, and that's really the moment. That's, that's what we're here waiting for, right? The number one thing we want to do is bring Utter Miracles into the world. We work with six different host farms throughout the duration of the State Fair. Today we have Bridgewater Farm, the Curtin family, that has provided us six pregnant cows. They're ladies-in-waiting, and they are certainly waiting today. And we are talking with fairgoers all day long while we wait for these three calves to be born today. And really, the goal here isn't so much the birth of the calf. It's more of those conversations that you're talking about. That's the mission of the Dairy Cow Birthing Center. Yeah, the mission of NIAC is to help others understand and appreciate animal agriculture. And we do that here at the Birthing Center with more than 200 to 250 farmer volunteers that talk with people, they engage with people and just answer questions. We have genuine conversations, we are transparent, and that's really what keeps people coming back day after day, year after year, not just having a calf being born. So what kinds of things are people interested in and what are the the highlights that you really want them to understand and know about dairy farming in New York? The number one thing I want people to walk away from this experience is knowing that farmers are great people. Not just dairy farmers, but all farmers are great people and they care for their animals, the people they work with, and the land they live on. The conversations vary in this tent and in this exhibit, and we are transparent about everything. One of our mottos is there's no utter place for the answer, and we truly believe that. We have volunteers that are talking about economics. We talk about health and welfare of animals. We talk about farm safety. We'll talk about the life cycle of cows, milk production, and just nutritional benefits of dairy products. So there's also signage and interactive exhibits here that talk about sustainability. And that's an important thing that you want to get across as well, that farmers are part of the solution in terms of you know, reducing our carbon footprint and helping the environment. So one of the biggest things that we change every year here at the Birthing Center is what we call the wall of knowledge. We introduced this last year, and this year we talk about sustainable nourishment, and we have different components on this wall. 
where we're talking about how milk gets from your farm to your family and what that process is. We talk about nutritional benefits of dairy products. And then on the other side of it, we're talking about just how sustainable the dairy cow is, that it's not just producing milk and manure, but it's producing so many other things in the byproducts. And then finally, we do, we talk about how farmers are part of the solution and they're finding solutions to climate change and conserving water and what the practices are. We provide these messages because we know that every single person learns differently and not everyone wants to have that one-on-one conversation. So it's just an additional way that people are able to hopefully take away some key messages from our exhibit. So you've been here for how many years now? This is our ninth year here at the State Fair. We're looking forward to celebrating our 10-year anniversary next year. So in in all those times, all those years, you've talked with hundreds and hundreds of people. Is there a story that stands out or an interaction where you think, hey, we're making a difference? So I have two examples of how this exhibit is the most rewarding exhibit I've ever been part of. One is an adult. Her name is Leslie. She started coming to the birthing center before I started with NIAC. So she started nine years ago coming here and her perception changed after her interactions with the farmers. She met our executive director at the time. She met with farmers. She visits us every single year. She came yesterday and she's our advocate. She's our army of advocates. She leads the army of advocates for us because she truly believes that her, her life was changed here at this exhibit because of how she perceives food now, how she perceives farmers and how she perceives animals and animal care. She follows farmers every single day on social media and it's really, really great to see her and how her perception has changed. That's why we do this. The second example is in youth. So we have two young ladies that have come to visit us year after year for the past few years. And one young lady wanted to be a marine biologist until she met our veterinarian volunteer. She comes back year after year, day after day, and wants to meet with our veterinarian. And now she has a goal of going to SUNY Cobleskill and Cornell University to be a large animal vet, all because her family believed in this exhibit and came to visit us. So it's those experiences that happen all day, every day, and what makes this the most rewarding exhibit I've ever been part of. And I think there are probably stories that you don't know about that have changed people's thoughts and attitudes about about farming and that's exciting. Yeah, as someone that has always believed in living your passion and sharing your passion of agriculture with others, the 200 to 250 volunteers that work here, everyone's got a story like that, that about someone they've met, about a conversation they've had. And that's really what keeps our volunteers coming back as well, because it really gives us hope for the future. And it allows us to understand that NIAC is doing really great things and there's there's a purpose to this exhibit and it's and it's it's bringing that passion to life and instilling it in other people. Now you don't have to come to the state fair to enjoy this exhibit. You can also tune in online, which is exciting because you have people all over the world watching what's happening here at the state fair. The birthing center has truly evolved over the last nine years and we are definitely in the digital world. Uh, we have three large TV monitors here under our tent at the State Fair, and all of that is streaming online. So we have three cameras that we stream this online, live on YouTube, 24 hours a day. We are 100% transparent. We don't shut the cameras off at night when we turn the lights off, and we will talk through anything that's happening on camera. We have a calf cam so people can see the calves after they're born. And 
that's really been a way for us to expand our reach beyond the people here at the fair. And we do, we have folks all over the world that are, that are tuning in and sharing their experiences and the things they've learned from afar. And that's on the NIAC YouTube page. Yeah, so if you follow NY Animal Egg on all social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, you will see everything that's happening right here at the fair. So we know you're a busy person with the Birthing Center, but you also have been busy with a new program with American Farm Bureau Federation, our national organization. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing in terms of advocacy for farmers and Farm Bureau. Recently this spring, I was selected to represent New York State as one of the 10 members of the Partners for Advocacy Leadership, otherwise known as PAL, by the American Farm Bureau. I was very excited to join this program. The first, because I've I really want to continue to expand my understanding and my knowledge of climate change and sustainability. Climate change and sustainability is our key topic for this two-year program, where the 10 of us in this class continue to learn how farmers are being part of the solution and how we can be an advocate in our home state, whether that be to local media, whether that be to consumers or to our local leaders here in New York. So I, I applied for this program because I knew it was going to be a challenge for me, but it's also an opportunity for me to continue to be a spokesperson for the agriculture industry. I know you've spent a week down in New York City as one of your first big sessions. Talk about that experience and what did you learn about New York City consumers and, and also how farmers can relate to urban customers? Our first session where the 10 of us came together with AFBF staff was in New York City. And as a New Yorker, you'd think that we know all there is or we've been there and, and you know there's nothing left to learn. And for me, I'm a continuous lifelong learner. And this opportunity to join nine other advocates, nine other agricultural advocates in New York was amazing. We met with consumers. We had random conversations about food. And that was really, for me, the connection is we all eat. And there were light bulb moments when we talked to consumers that we are farmers and we are advocates and we work with farmers and people appreciated it. I was very surprised with the number of people that were just genuinely appreciative of, of us, of uh, you know, talking to people in grocery stores and, and understanding that, that there's a farmer and a face behind the food that they eat. We also did extensive media training so that when we get a media request to talk with a reporter, whether it be TV or radio or print, that we're ready, that we are armed with talking points and key messages about how farmers are being part of the solution into the future. Professional development is a big part of this program. So it's not just media training, but again, just learning to be a better spokesperson and advocate for agriculture. What are some of the other things that, that you'll be learning over the next you know, year and a half as you finish the program? So the PAL program is a two-year program. The first week we focus on that media training and we did a lot of self-development and learned a little bit about more of our individual skills and talents and our, and our emotionally intelligence and how we work with other people and how we can relate to other people. We're gonna utilize that for the next two years. We head to Washington, D.C. in September for a week of meeting with local leaders and our, and our national leaders from our respective states and learn how we can have a voice in policy development and where we stand as individuals and, and how we can then 
make an impact back home in our state. Next spring of 2023, we will head to St. Louis where we talk with Bayer, who's a core sponsor of this program, to talk about how we can work with stakeholders as an advocate and, and the impact that that makes. And then we culminate our program with an international trip next fall. That's a big question mark right now as to where we're headed, but that will again be a global perspective on, on how we can be a positive advocate for the farmers back home in our own state. And I'll say that the most interesting thing right now is the nine other perspectives that I have access to in my classmates. We're from all different states, all different backgrounds, and just bouncing ideas off from each other has really been a tremendous help over the past few months that we've known each other. And really it will be full circle. So what you learn about yourself and as being an advocate, you can then bring it to the Dairy Cal Birthing Center and with NIAC in your role as executive director. So it really is full circle for you. What I like to do is I like to do any of these programs, whenever I participate in them, I want it to be able to apply back to the work I do every day. Because the reason I took this job at NIAC seven years ago was to give back to the farmers that gave me so much as I was growing up and trying to figure out what my role was in New York agriculture. So as a Farm Bureau member, as a NIAC employee, they really come together because they complement each other with the professional development, with the skills I learn and the programs I participate in. And at the end of the day, the consumers benefit, our member organizations benefit, and the farmers benefit here in New York. Well, enjoy the rest of the fair. Thank you. Today marks halfway there. So we, we are moving right into Labor Day to get us to, to the end. The state fair runs through Labor Day, but if you miss the fair, you know it'll be around next year. Thanks for listening to New York Farm Bureau's News Bites. If you like what you heard, tell a friend and give us a positive rating on the platform where you're listening. Also, a shout out to Seth Boozer Katz, who edits the podcast. That's it for today. Tune in next time. Until then, don't forget to thank a farmer for all that they do.